0: When people see my member journey maps, they often wonder how on earth I came up with so many touch points and opportunities to reach out to members. Well, I'm going to explain exactly how I do that in this episode. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So the other day I was chatting with a client and we were talking about their member journey map. A member journey map is basically a way for us to map out all of the various touch points that we have with our members, all the way from the time they first joined the program until cancellation and sometimes even beyond. So as we're chatting about these various touch points, the client starts asking me, like, how do you think about all of this? I mean, I see it here in the member journey, but how did you even come up with all of these various touch points that we're going to be implementing inside of our program? And I talked to them about the two different kinds of member outreach tactics. And I realized I haven't shared this with you all yet. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna talk about the two kinds of member outreach tactics. And when I tell you these two different kinds of tactics, it is going to spark for you a whole new list of opportunities and ways that you can reach out and connect to and help support your members. So the first kind of outreach tactic is a time based tactic. So this time based tactic is something that you do. It's an outreach or a touch point that happens based on how long they have been in your program. So here's some examples of a time based tactic. Five days after purchase, we're going to check in by sending them a video message. Okay, that's a one example of a time-based tactic. Or maybe 30 days before an annual renewal, we're going to reach out to them with a notice that their renewal is coming up. Maybe it's three months after joining, we're gonna send them a quick question to just get a pulse and see how things are going for them inside of the program. Or maybe you do have a big event coming up, and two days before, you want to make sure that they are coming, that they're ready, that they've downloaded their workbook. That is a time-based tactic. So when you look at these big milestones inside of your program and you look at people joining, when you look at them being in the program for a year, when you think about by the third month, they should probably have completed orientation and this other workshop and reached this milestone. Or hey, they're 15 days into the program, they should probably have completed orientation by now, right? Those are all time-based tactics. So these are outreach points and touch points that are based on how long somebody has been in your program or timing around another event, for example, like a live event that you may be having. So the second kind of outreach tactic is a trigger-based outreach. These are touch points that you have inside of your program or actions inside of your program that are based on activities that your members are or are not doing. Did you catch that? Are or are not doing. So let's talk about some of the things that your members may be doing that could trigger certain activities or behaviors from your team, touch points or actions, right? So what happens when a member completes orientation? Do they just complete orientation and that's it? Or do they get an email or an outreach from a team member? Do they unlock content that was maybe locked before? Maybe they needed to complete orientation in order to unlock access to your community forum. That is a trigger-based tactic. What about those that upgrade to your annual plan? They've been a monthly member and that's exciting, but you've offered them the opportunity to upgrade to annual, they took it, what happens? Did their billing just change? Or are you sending them an email welcoming them in and congratulating them on the commitment they've made to themselves over the next year? What about when people make the decision to join your community forum, your Facebook group, your whatever it might be in, but they've actually made the decision to join that community space, which you all know not all your members are going to do. What do we do then? Is there a point where we welcome them in the group? Is that an opportunity to have a touch point with that member? What happens when a member is in that community and then they post a win inside of the community? Do we send them a, a congratulations note in the mail? Do we just send them a little direct message letting them know that we saw it and we appreciate them? We need to be paying attention to the kinds of things that members are doing that can trigger a certain action on our part to help them feel more supported, more connected, more seen, more heard, all of those things, right? Right. So those are some things that they may be doing that could lead to a trigger-based tactic. But what about the things that they're not doing? I like to think of this as things that they are not doing within a certain time frame or with a certain frequency. So a few of these things are going to align directly to what we have already talked about. So if I have not started orientation within the first 10 days of being a member in your program, I want you to reach out to me, right? Right. We should identify people that are not leveraging the program and reach out to them. Same is true if I've been a member for a while and all of a sudden I haven't logged in in 45 days. What do we do at that point when we can identify somebody who hasn't logged in in 45 days and we're billing them every single month for this thing, you better believe they're going to cancel if they're not taking advantage of it. So what do we do? What if we do have a big event coming up? Like I talked about earlier in the time-based tactics, we have this big event that we're doing that we know if members participate in this event, their retention will increase, but there's some people that haven't registered. How are we reaching out to those individuals that haven't registered? Or what about when somebody is in the membership and they're hanging out inside of the private members area, but they haven't actually dove into the community yet. Are we going to reach out and give them a personal invite and a reason to join us inside of the community. So I really want you to be thinking about this because there's sort of this standard of when people purchase, every other outreach that we do is based on the deliverables that we are giving to them as a part of what they purchase inside of our program until they go and cancel. And then we offer this like personalized outreach, maybe if we're good at what we do right? But there are so many other opportunities for us to have outreach, to have different actions or uh, rewards for people based on the things that they are doing inside of our programs. So when you are mapping out your member journey, I really want you to be thinking about two different kinds of tactics. First, the time-based tactics. This is based on how long they've been in your program or timing related to a particular deliverable or event. And the second are those trigger-based touch points. You know, these are things that are triggered by the activities that your members are or are not doing. And what I love about this is that it lets them know that you are paying attention to them and they aren't just a number. And if you struggle to come up with a lot of these touch points, if you if you struggle to think about time-based or maybe time-based is easy and you're struggling to think about trigger-based, I want you to pay attention to the kinds of communication that you get from the programs that you're a part of. Maybe it's even just because your your kids are a part of a school, right? And you can see how your kid is getting certain communications based on timing, like, hey, end of the school year is coming up, or based on things that they have done or not done. Like if you get called to the principal's office, there's a certain communication that you're probably gonna be getting. If you don't turn homework in, there's a certain kind of communication. If you get A plus, right, then the teacher is gonna be communicating that in a certain way. If my kids who are younger, they get like treasure box, right? We give them cool points and then they get the treasure box and they do similar things at school with like the honeypot or whatever it might be. They have opportunities to be rewarded based on the things that they are doing and the things that they're not doing. So this is nothing new. And in fact, it's ingrained in us from a young age to expect these sort of responses, these triggers that happen. So we need to be leveraging this inside of our online programs as well. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you wanna hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalin.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.